we can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that pique his interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. (laughs) Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Monday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And I know, elephant in the room. No Chris, no Jeremy. What's happening? No worries. I promise. But before we get started, yes, I am in fact your humble host, Brian Nichols. And today, we are still talking sales and marketing. No worries there. But with somebody a little different, today we are talking with Harrison Kemp. Now, Harrison has been uh, very, very active in the greater liberty world, and he is today bringing forward his brand new book we have called Closing Freedom, a sales guide for today's liberty activists. So, Jeremy and Chris, I said, hey, guys, you cool if uh, I I let Harrison tag in today on our exclusive sales and marketing episode, specifically because this book is a great tool in the tool belt for every single liberty warrior and sales activist out there. So, with that being said, a great conversation to be had. So, on to the show, Harrison Kemp here on The Brian Nichols Show. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Harrison Kemp, welcome to the program. So excited to have you here because you are doing the Lord's work, my friend. And that is you are going out and you are giving tools to people who are in need. Right now, the people who are in need, it's us greater libertarians, specifically those in the libertarian movement with your brand new book, Closing Freedom. I have read it from uh, front to back. Uh, it was a uh, front of the book to the what's the expression book to cover or something like that. Cover to cover. There we go. I, I can get expressions right sometimes, apparently. Um, but Harrison, this has been a phenomenal read. And honestly, it's something that we need to make sure that we are bringing to the greater liberty world and as actionable tools that we can utilize every single day. But first, I'm getting ahead of myself, Harrison. Let's do this. Start off by introducing yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience, and then let's dig into why write this awesome brand new book, Closing Freedom. Yeah, hey everybody, my name is Harrison. I'm a libertarian activist, author. I'm pretty involved with my local LP. I'm the vice chair here. So it's really kind of helped me see what a lot of our weaknesses as a movement are, being on the inside, being active. And I've been around to many different states in the New England region, and talked with their XCOMs, talked with their different activists. And I've just kind of gotten the feedback that there wasn't a good tool for us. You know, a lot of people in the liberty movement don't read sales books because they're not salesmen. They don't go out there and practice those interpersonal skills because, well, they're not really applicable for their day job. And with that, I figured since it is my day job to be a salesman and I'm really good at it, I've won plenty of awards for being a salesman that really my contribution to the movement right now could be to help show people what I do and how I do it. You know, I've actually had some legislative success so far 
Uh, I was a big part of the team that got No Knock Warrants banned here in Maine. And a lot of that was using the techniques that are in this book, not necessarily those specific word tracks, but using that mentality of trying to figure out what somebody's hot buttons are and then convincing them based off of those. Uh, and for me, I think that this book really needed to be written because there's a lot of self-help books out there, but there's no books that say, all right, you've helped yourself. Now it's time for you to help the movement. It's time for you to grow this thing. And when we believe in something as, as ferociously as we do in liberty and freedom, I think we need to put all of the tools in our tool belt that we can to give us the best chance at spreading this ideology across the world. So you mentioned your your history and experience in sales. What what do you do specifically for sales, Harrison? So I uh, originally I started selling cars, and from cars I went on to books, insurance. I went on to uh, right now I I basically just sell Liberty full time. I am a full time activist at this point. So Fantastic. for the last year or so, that's what I've been doing is just full time activism. And what that really comes down to is having to sell people on my projects. So I'm no longer selling a tangible product. I'm selling an ideology. I'm selling the way that we think to people. And I'm getting them to not only come into the liberty movement, but to form coalition with us. And that's what I've been doing. So I've been getting paid by various organizations, various PACs and think tanks and whatnot for a while now to just kind of go out there and spread the message. Yeah, it's important to, to not only spread the message, but also to effectively, as, and you were referring to this earlier, uh, we, what we talk about here in the program all the time, meet people where they're at and on the hot button issues that they care about. So let's start off here. Um, when you're looking at those hot button issues, what are you going to say are those top of mind issues that we should be entering into the conversations right now? Well, I think obviously the COVID situation all in all is a conversation we need to be in whether we're talking about vaccine passports mandatory vaccines closing the schools all of that type of stuff that is an area where we as a libertarian where we as maybe even if you're not you know consider yourself a libertarian you're just like a, a conservative type who's watching from the outsides that's where we need to step in and really start expressing our ideas of freedom and individuality uh, but what, what the number one trick that I always recommend to people is don't assume that you know what someone's hot buttons are. Ask them. Be very honest. Be very blunt and just say, well, what, what is the number one issue that affects how you vote? Or what are the top three issues that affect how you vote? Because once you find out that somebody really cares about taxes or guns or abortion or drugs or whatever it may be, from there, you're able to really get into the philosophy that they want to hear about. Because if I'm talking to someone who, you know, their life's been ruined by the drug war, but I'm talking about guns or immigration, there's going to be a huge disconnect. They're just going to think, oh yeah, he's smart, but I, I you know, I got to go over here with the Democrats who they want to end the drug war. So we need to really start selling and getting these ideas to people based on what is very specific to them by asking them. So when you're asking them, um, I know I, I in my day job too, sometimes it's, it's tough because people don't like to address the issues that they actually are experiencing. So it's almost like you have to, um, you have to pull it out of them almost. It's like um, if you're to refer to the, the analogy that Shrek, they use in Shrek, peeling back the layers of the onion, right? 
And um, sometimes it's it's difficult. But if you ask the right questions, that it gets a lot easier. And this is actually something we just talked about on Wednesday's episode with Victor Antonio. Um, and it was really digging into the why. Why do people make decisions? And, and really focusing on the fact that we're selling change. And you have a lot of one hot button issue voters. You can think of the top issues, guns. You mentioned them, guns, taxes, abortion, go through them, right? Healthcare, COVID. COVID is huge, um, obviously, going into the uh, the voting this year. Um, but if if we're not kind of reverse engineering why people have gotten to the decision-making process that they've gotten to in looking at these different issues and saying, okay, this is why I believe this on this issue, right? Then we're never going to be able to move them from one point to the other because we don't know how they got to that first point in the first place. So let's now look at taking what you've created for Closing Freedom and apply it to your average liberty activist. Now, there's hundreds, if not thousands of us out there. And I think, and I, I actually, I was saying this to Jeremy back on a Monday's episode, where one of the biggest challenges that I didn't even realize I was identifying back when I first started my show was that marketing and selling liberty is tough. And I think your the first objection you likely hear is, sorry, Harrison, this this whole sell liberty, it's tough. I, it's, it, I don't want to go out and, and waste my time, right? I want to spend time talking to people who aren't going to be listening or open to talking to me. So how are you overcoming that objection? And, and what tools specifically would you point to in Closing Freedom to help them overcome their initial fears? Well, the very first thing that I would point them to is actually chapter one, you know, the introduction of the book and the steps to the close. Because once you understand that, there is a process that you can put yourself through that puts you at a better advantage of talking to these people uh, who on off the bat, they don't like us. They don't agree with us. They think we're fanciful, whatever it may be. Once you have this kind of tool in your toolkit where you can say, all right, I know very first thing I need to do is meet them, start talking to them. And the second thing I need to do is ask them what they care about. Once you have this kind of system in place to go through, you make it a lot harder for someone to say, oh, I don't want to talk to you because you're taking an interest in them. Uh, as the great sales trainer, Jackie Cooper always said, you know, people don't care how much you know. They care or they want to know how much you care. And if you just go out there spouting off at the tip about stats and data and what Rothbard had to say, people aren't going to listen. But if you start asking them, well, how does that affect your kids? How does that affect you? How does that affect your paycheck? Then you can start getting into the nuances of these conversations that the other political parties will never ask because they just don't care. You know, the one thing that we as libertarians always have at, at our side is the fact that we want to bring more prosperity and flourishing to the humanity. And I feel like these other parties, they, they really don't. So that's one thing that you should always understand is if you set yourself up, if you read a book like my book, which gives you ways to handle common misconceptions that people have about libertarians, everything from, oh, we're for slavery, we're for child rape, we're for, you know, we won't have any roads, all of these types of things that you normally hear, you know, check out chapter five, I think it is, because right there, I've got all the answers for that. Uh, and then one other one I would say is very important for folks is just the phone scripts. Because you know what, maybe you don't want to go knock doors because it's a lot of walking and you're going to get doors shut in your face. But you can sit on your couch for an hour and make 20 phone calls. 
Maybe you get a couple of people that answer the phone. Maybe you leave a bunch of voicemails, whatever it may be. But those phone scripts are going to give you the tools to kind of step by step talk to them and take someone who doesn't want to hear what you have to say all the way to, yeah, maybe I'll come to a meeting at some point. Uh, so I would say that anyone who's out there who's like, eh, it's not worth my time, you're doing it wrong. I promise you you're doing it wrong. And the reason I know you're doing it wrong is because people have a natural inclination to lead a better life. And if what we are proposing truly gives people better lives, why wouldn't they listen to us? So just kind of off that rationality, you know that if they're not listening to your libertarian ideals, you're presenting them wrong. Harrison, who's this book for? And I know the easy answer would be a libertarian activist or a liberty activist. But when you're writing this book, you're you're thinking of a, of a particular person in mind sitting there and reading it. Who's that person in, in your mind when you were sitting there, when you were actually writing the book? I was really thinking of someone like myself, actually, who came into the movement and I knew what I wanted to do, but I had no idea how to do it. I knew that I wanted to grow my local affiliate. I wanted to help us get to a thousand dues paying members, but there was no one that had any tricks, any tips. There was no one who had ever done it. And so I'm looking around and I'm like, well, you know, we kind of need a book on this and <clears throat> we kind of need somebody who can go out there and express these ideas who, has had the experience both in sales and on the libertarian side of it that can mesh those two. And so this book really is for somebody who you want to grow your affiliate, or maybe it's not even your libertarian party affiliate. Maybe it's your caucus affiliate. Maybe it's your, uh, you know, kind of liberty oriented political group, like a PAC or a nonprofit, something like that. This book is for anybody who's out there that wants to grow your organization, whether it's strictly libertarian, whether it's issue oriented. This book will give you the tips and tricks to not only talk to people in person, but to email them and to phone call them and produce great results. One of the things it was almost tough when I was reading the book because I had to almost remove myself remembering that the person that's reading this isn't me. They're not a sales executive, likely. They're not somebody who's been doing this for their career. So, you know, when I'm you know, thinking more of the books, like, you know, the books that we've likely read, you know, go through the the history of, you know, what's a uh, Jeremy's favorite book? Oh, uh, uh, Dale Carnegie. How to win friends and influence people. See, I knew that it, a real salesperson would know how to say it. Sorry, Jeremy. Um, <laughs> Uh, but all the way to your more common books that you see nowadays, um, you know, like the sales Bible from Jeffrey Ginnimer, so on and so forth. So I spend a lot of time in that kind of world. And then I was like, you know, this book, this is, it's so easy for your average person to pick up in literally just like a playbook. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think when I'm, I'm, I lead a sales team and I sit down with my team and we're getting things prepared for let's, let's say, you know, for the week. I'll literally sit with them and say, what, what's your playbook for the week? What's your, like, what's your agenda, if you will, for the week and to have them map it out and, and show not just, you know, who they're going to call the number of calls, but the purpose, the, the, the approach that they're taking. This is something that your average person can pick up just like an NFL team and then run the plays. Right. So let's dig into what, what do you, when you look at this book and, and you have somebody they're going through, what would you say would be the top, let's say two or three things that you want people to take away and actionable things that people can use right now. I want the, the very first thing is 
one of the first things I write about in the book, which is you have to know yourself before you can start selling anything, whether it's a product, whether it's a philosophy, whether it's vacations, you need to know who you are, what kind of personality you have, and then you need to learn how to sell according to that. The last thing you want to do is go out there and, you know, when you're someone who's a little more timid, a little more meek in appearance, and you're trying to bully people, you're going to be uncomfortable because that's not your personality. And on the flip side of that, if you're someone like myself who is a little more brash, who is a little more uh, here I am and in your face, and you're trying to be kind of, oh, well, you know, I think that could maybe work possibly, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to like your results because you're not being true to you. So the very first thing is always figure out who you are. And in this context, it's not only figure out what kind of personality you have so that you can use that to sell, but also what kind of libertarian are you? What kind of organization are you? Those types of things right there, those, those three, once you've nailed those down and you have written out in a sentence form, what you, what you are, what your organization is, what your goals are, it makes it a lot easier to know, all right, I could, I can play with this word track or I should use this one instead. Or, you know, I'm not really comfortable uh, telling people, Hey, you know, it's only money. You can't take it with you when you're gone. So why don't you give it to us? And th that's why there are so many different closes in there. So many different types of word tracks. And I even include in a lot of places like, Hey, this person doesn't like you. So this is what you'll go to, or they're kind of on the fence. Here's what you go with. So that way I could really, like you said, make it a, a kind of a play by play book for someone who's never sold anything. So let's, cause it's, it's funny how things kind of just like come up in terms of timing of, of things. So I was actually just working behind the scenes with a candidate. And one of the things they were asking were, were literally for actionable steps. And I didn't realize how de in demand this was just like an actual playbook like this. Um, so what's been the feedback you've been getting? I, I mean, I'm hearing a demand. What has been the reaction that you've been getting from people as they're actually taking the book? I know you said you've had some success already in your world. Any any other uh, success stories we can share, Harrison? People love the book. I mean, everyone that's used it so far, that's tried any portion of it. And I had one guy who bought the book just because he wanted to get better on the phones. He didn't care about any of the other stuff. Just wanted to learn how to get better on the phones. And ever since now, he's he loves the phones. He is asking for every opportunity to be on the phone, calling members, trying to get donations so that he can really nail that down because he's comfortable with his door to door skills. He's comfortable with his emails and all that. So um, if you only have one thing you want to work on, you know, whether it's emails, phones, whatever, uh, this book, it gives you those tools. And one other piece of uh, one other thing I've heard so far is that people really like how. I included all the stuff about the libertarian platform and about the various caucuses that are active and influential within the party because growing the movement, growing the party isn't just about bringing in only the people that you 100% agree with. You know, it's about bringing in the people who maybe you agreed with them five years ago. Maybe you never agreed with them, but they're getting there. It's about bringing in people who don't see the world the exact same way that we do but are on their way or that are open to seeing the world the way we do. And 
those types of people, the folks who are just now starting to get into the liberty movement, who are fired up about activism, who are really excited for, you know, the next presidential race or governor race or whatever it may be, they're the ones who are really taking advantage of this book right now because it's a way for them to kind of unlearn all of the bad habits that they had when they were Republicans or Democrats. And it's a great way for them to really kind of take a stab at what is libertarianism sales book. It's also meant to convince people that our philosophy, our way of governance would by far be the best at the end of the day. That's really what the book is for. Harrison, as we're going towards the tail end of the conversation, I'd like to, you know, maybe paint a picture. Where do you see this book bringing the liberty movement? Let's say not, I, I want to give you a fair time frame. Let's say five years from now. So we're recording here for posterity's uh, sake. It's September 28th, 2021. So we'll fast forward five years in the future. It's 2026, midterm elections. Wow. Weird to think about midterm elections. Where are we as a liberty movement, Harrison? And let's say, in part, due to this book. Well, I think in 2026, in part of due to the book, and in part due to the great work that people like yourself do, uh, really trying to get people to sell this idea and sell this concept, is maybe we're 10 percent of the electorate. You know, which is way more than we've ever been. It's doubled what we've ever been. Maybe we've won some city council races. Maybe we've won a couple of state house rep races. You know, here in Maine, for instance, we're getting ready to run five people for state house reps, and it looks pretty decent for three of them. Uh, we've got a bunch of people running for city council. All of their door knockers, all their phone callers, all their fundraisers have a copy of this book, and they're using it, and they're implementing the different strategies, and that's how we're going to get libertarians elected here. And partially because it gives you, like you said, a game plan, but it also puts the entire team on that same game plan. So there can be one more or less unified message going forward. Uh, and I think that really what this book can do, if all of the different state parties buy the books, if all your different organizations pick up a copy or two of the book and you share the book around and you give it and let as many people read it as possible, I really think that you're going to be able to take those people who are currently classified as socially awkward and fiscally conservative and really help to get them to this point where maybe they're not Grant Cardone, but, you know, they're a lot better than the guy who's selling iPhones making 50 grand a year. So I think that this book will play a, a small part in you know, getting those those reps elected, getting city councilmen elected, but it really is going to come down to just we got to pump this thing out. Um, you know, there are definitely a lot more activists and a lot more state parties than have bought books so far. So with that, I do want to say uh, for every three copies of the book I sell, I am donating one book to a state party. So if, you know, you want to buy some books, buy some books and I will give some books away because I think this is such an important thing that I'm willing to, you know, pretty much make it a, a labor of love and blood, sweat and tears and not get a huge financial return. So it was every three books, every three books I sell, I donate a book. Yep. Okay. So I already have mine right here. So at least two of you need to go out and buy the book. Right. Um, so we can go ahead. I know we'll be able to do that. No problems. Did my sign just fall? It did. That's fantastic. It just fell. I got that. 
Yeah, we just got that in video. So here, fun fact too, the audio listeners like, what just happened? My sign that I usually have in behind me. Um, so I, I'm in a currently temporary studio because we're uh, next door. My other studio had some water damage with Hurricane Ida going through. So the sign that I had sitting up precariously perched behind me, leaning against my aloe plant, decided to fall down in the middle of the conversation. Uh, but this is great radio, of course. <laughs> no no video for the, uh, the audio version. But anyways, that being said, no, Harrison, a thousand percent. I think the analogy that I wanted to actually uh, maybe summarize. I was looking at this again as a playbook, right? And I, I don't know, you know, it's NFL season, so I'm not sure how much this means to some folks. But the the way I was kind of thinking of it was, you know, think of your your different offensive schemes or your defensive schemes. So you have like your West Coast offense, your pro style offense, or in defense of your four three, your three fours, whatever it may be. But then you have your individual coaches, and they have the playbooks to actually execute the plays. And I think this is the executing of the plays. And, and it's for the specific game plan, and that is the elections, like going out and actually playing the electoral process. And this, I, I always have to kind of separate the two sometimes because I'm a lot more often focused on like the long-term, long goal, building up that long trusted advisor type of approach and, and turning masses. But this is, is just as important because... This is how, just like what Young Americans for Liberty is doing from their perspective, going out, knocking on doors, meeting people where they're at. This is how you actually move people to take action. So let's do this. Um, as we go towards the end of the show, Harrison, yes, with my sign trying to take me out, I blame the feds. Uh, let's go ahead and aim uh, where you uh, want to make sure people, uh, number one, have a call to action so they can go ahead and get this amazing book, Closing Freedom, but also Anything else you want the uh, the Brian Nichols Show audience to leave from with today's conversation? So you can pick this book up. Uh, just go to harrisonkemp.com. If you look at the Books by Harrison tab, all of my books are in there. Or you can go on Amazon, type in Closing Freedom, type in Harrison Kemp. Either way, you'll find me. Uh, but yes, go out and buy this book. Like I said, for every three books that I sell, I donate a book to a state party. So right now I'm, I'm at the point where I've got about 20 copies that are going to be donated to state parties, which is really amazing. We're getting there. Uh, and I would also say, too, on my website, make sure you read some of my other blogs, some of my other articles. They're not all about sales. They're mostly about kind of that long-term game you were talking about, trying to break through the, the, the uh, consciousness of people. So I talk about, you know, mass shooting math. I talk about... Uh, you know, some thought experiments. I talk about what teachers make and I talk about it in a very libertarian way, but also a very kind of, Hey, here's what the numbers actually are. We don't need to be as afraid of these things as they say we should be. Uh, and then let's see, what else do I got going on? Oh, currently I am running for town council in the city of old town, Maine. So pretty excited about that. And then next year I'll be running for house of representatives and all of my team will be using this book. Everyone's going to be getting this playbook and going off of it. And one of the things about this book that's really handy is it's small enough. You can put it in your back pocket and you can walk with it between houses. And when you're like, Oh man, I'm, I'm kind of getting stuck. I keep getting hit with this objection. Bust the book out, take a look at it. It's also available on Kindle. So you could have it saved right on your phone and then you can scroll through and find exactly what you need. Uh, this book right here, this is probably one of my greater works so far, uh, although I'm really proud of A Parasite's Paradise. That, that's still one of my favorite books that I've written. But this book right here, I think, is actually going to have 
the most impact out of all the projects I've done so far. It's exciting stuff, man. Um, I know when I wrote my sales book um, for my ebook, the four easy steps you can implement now to sell liberty to friends and family. A lot longer um, and sometimes a little bit wordy. I know Chris, Chris on, our, on the solo shows, he's tried to say the name of the book at least four times and he forgets it every time. So uh, maybe I should shorten it next time. But uh, no, I know the, the feeling of people saying, yes, this is helping. This is making a difference. It is it is kind of giving that this is why we do this, um, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how right we are. It doesn't matter how many arguments you win. Do you want to actually close some business? Do you want to actually, as you said in the book, get that payday? Uh, well, there's a process and it is quite literally a playbook that you have to follow. And I cannot recommend enough closing freedom, folks. You can go into the show notes, make sure you click the artwork and it'll bring you to our episodes page. Click on Harrison's uh, profile and all the links you'll find not only for a social media, but also for closing freedom sales guide for today's Liberty activist, Harrison Kemp. Thank you for joining the Brian Nichols show. Thank you for having me, Brian. And if uh, anybody out there wants me to come in and train their teams via Zoom or whatnot, email me at Helios National Consulting at Gmail. It'll be right in the show notes with the rest of the stuff. I will happily come in and talk to your team and give you guys a kind of one-on-team session. Uh, I've also got a few other things that I can teach. So let me know what you guys want. I am always happy to help. And Brian, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about the trust the experts we're all in this together if it saves one life raise your hand if you heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half i know my hand is currently raised millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant and as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the important of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docu-series highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policies enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling the stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by the government mandates. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at the Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the liberty movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholsshow.com forward slash follow the science. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up our conversation with Harrison Kemp, author of Closing Freedom, a sales guide for today's liberty activist. If you enjoyed today's episode, well, please do me a favor. Make sure you go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, make sure you tag Harrison and be sure to tag yours truly as well. And uh, also, folks, if you want to go ahead and snag a copy of Closing Freedom, again, head to the show notes. Click the artwork there on your podcast catcher. You can find the uh, links to Amazon. You can go ahead and find this awesome brand new book as well as all the transcriptions from today's episode, as well as all of Harrison's social media. So with that being said, coming up tomorrow, yes, we have uh, either sales or marketing. I'm working behind the scenes with my team because I, I know I say it once. I'll say it again. We're busy. <laughs> 
and and going through and juggling right now some schedules it's been a little chaotic but no worry no worries folks i promise you will have either a sales or marketing episode for your solo Tuesday episode, so make sure you've hit that subscribe button so you're not missing a single time one of our episodes here on The Brian Nichols Show goes live. But with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here for Harrison Kemp. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network.